Hello, everybody, and welcome to Ben's NBA Talk, where I talk about everything that has been happening in the NBA. So there have been many great things happening in the NBA. But last week, I ended the video with doing the East Power Rankings. And so today, I want to do the West Power Rankings as promised. So let's start with number one, the Phoenix Suns. So the Phoenix Suns uh, made it to the finals uh, last this season, this past season, and then they were up 2-0 and they lost four games in a row to give Giannis a championship. So their pace is 24th in the league, which is really bad. Their offensive rating is 7th in the league, which is okay. Um, Their defensive rating is 6th in the league. And I think that the Phoenix Suns are not going to be the first pick. I think you're overrating them. But uh, you do what you think. Um, So their key departures were Torrey Craig. That's it. And their key addition was Trufail McGee. Um, just to tell you guys, these are told to us by the NBA.com website. This is who chooses the power rankings, and this is whose power rankings I look at. Now, the key question is, how do they improve for the offseason? How do they improve in the offseasons for this season? Well, first of all, we got to go with Booker, who's improving all the time. The next Kobe, you could say, which I think is a bit much, but I I see that he has that potential. And then CP3 was, was great, great, great court vision. But I don't know, the dude's getting old, you know? Mikal Bridges, nice young core. They still have Jay Crowder, who was a big help. And DeAndre Aiden, who's also young and good. And he's very helpful. Now, let's look at number two, the L.A. Lakers. Now, last year their record was 42-31, and 31. really not the best. Their pace is 21st in the league, also really bad. Their offensive rating is the worst in the league at 24, but their defensive rating is first in the league with 106.8. Now, I think that they don't have the best defense in the league. 1,000% they don't. That goes to the Clippers. I don't know what made them think that. And why is the offensive rating so low? I mean, come on, man. Like, that doesn't make sense that they're 24th in the league for offense. Straight up doesn't. So, now... We got to look at their key departures, and it's almost everybody, you know. Barely anybody stayed. There's a few people, but that's really it. Now, key additions, Russell Westbrook, Malik Monk, Kendrick Nunn, the 35 and older crowd. Now, this was written by the NBA.com, but this is pretty funny. Um, Now, we think of it. Our key question is, how do Westbrook and James work together? Now, my answer for that is, first of all, they got to find good floor rotation. 
as they need a shooter, the shooting guard should always be in the perimeter. Now, LeBron should be in mid-range. Um, Russell Westbrook should be, like, moving around from place to place because he'll be the playmaker. Um, let's see. AD will need to sit paint, and I think so will their Dwight Howard, you know. And, um, yeah, I think that makes pretty much a lot of sense. Now... Let us look at number three, Utah Jazz. Now, the Utah Jazz are some team that we need to watch. Last year, their record was 52-20, and 20, which is a very good record. They have a pace of 99.4, 16th in the league, 116 offense rating, which is 4th in the league, 107.5 defensive rating, third in the league. My question right now is, even though both their offense and defense ratings are so, so high, why are they not higher than three? Like, they have better offense and defensive ratings than the Lakers, which is crazy. Well, not the offense, the defensive rating. But, like, the offensive rating is far better. Now, their key departures were Derek Favors and Georges Neon. And then their key additions were Rudy Gay and Eric Paschal. Now, what, how I think of this is Derek Favors and Eric Paschal are the only people that I really care about because Eric Paschal is pretty good, good help for De- for Donovan. And then Derek Favors was pretty helpful, but he was coming off the bench. He barely had any minutes, if any. And, yeah. Now, my question about this team is, will this team be going down from last year or be going up from last year? Now, last year they were the second seed, and they made it to the second round, I think. Yeah. And then they got eliminated. See, but this is crazy because... First of all, they deserve to be higher on the power rankings. Second of all, they're probably going to be higher than third. And third of all, yes, they are getting better, not worse, because everybody is getting better. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, they're so young, they still have enough time, you know? It's good like that. Now, let's look at number four. The Dallas Mavericks. Now, fun facts about the Dallas Mavericks. I just saw this this um YouTube video. I love NBA 2K. I saw this dude who sent the video saying, "What if the Luka Doncic and Trey Young trade never happened?" Now that would be crazy because obviously. Luka Doncic is better than Trey Young. And I don't know what's wrong with you if you don't think that. Because, like, how do you not know that? It's simple as that. Now, they have the 26th pace in the league. That's garbage, man. Their offensive rating stands at 8th. 
Their defensive rating stands at 21st. I think their offense and defensive rating are make about sense. I think you put a I think you could have put Luca and KP's offensive rating a bit higher. But other than that, very, very good. Now, let's see. Their key addition is Reggie Bullock, but all they needed to give away was Josh Richardson. Now, obviously, from Josh Richardson to Reggie Bullock, that's definitely a downgrade. But it's not that big of a downgrade. So I think it's about the same team, and I think they could do pretty good. Now, for the coaching changes, their their head coach, Rick Carlisle, is out. And now former All-Star Jason Kidd is in. He played for the New Jersey Nets for part of his career. But that is what I remember as a Knicks fan. I mean, Nets fan. And whatever, they're in the same city. Even though they're enemies. And I do love to see the Knicks suffer. Now, the question for this team is, can Christoph Porzingis get back to elite rim protecting? Because he was really, really bad in the playoffs. He was gigantically overrated and he was not being any near close to expectations and yes I do think he can bounce back honestly I think he can bounce back now let's look at the LA Clippers their pace is 28th in the league at 97.6 their offensive rating is third in the league which is pretty good and their defensive rating is eighth in the league. I mean, come on, man. That's crazy. That is crazy. Like, do better. There's no way. The Clippers' defensive rating, first of all, should probably be number one. Because they are crazy. And when I say crazy, I mean crazy at defense. Kawhi and PG-13, who can be good at defense. And Marcus Morris Jr., who usually you wouldn't think of. But he is a pretty good rim protector. I think he's underrated. Now, their offensive rating could be a bit lower, but uh, yeah. Who they lost? Patrick Beverly and Rajon Rondo. Who they got back? Eric Bledsoe. Now, that is pretty clean. Now, let's see. The Denver Nuggets. Last year, their record was 47 and 25, 27th pace in the league. 6th offensive rating in the league, 11th defensive rating in the league. Now, I think their defensive rating is way too high. I don't think they're good at defense. Definitely not good. Their offensive rating, that's stable. I think that's good. Um, I agree with this, with where they're sitting in the 6th seed. But uh, who they got was Jeff Green, which is going to be very helpful. And they lost nobody for the price, you know, so it doesn't really make a difference. Now, my question is, can Michael Porter Jr. do more in general? Is he, like, going to upgrade himself? And I think he will. I think Michael Porter Jr. is that guy who can do it. Now, let's see. At number seven, we have the Golden State Warriors. They were 39-33 and 33 last season. Their pace is third in the league. Their offensive rating is 20th in the league. Their defensive rating is 5th in the league. Okay, now this is some BS. This is so dumb. 
first of all, you have the two Splash Brothers. You have Andre Iguodala, and you have Andre, and and you have Draymond Green. Like, why isn't their offensive rating like third, like top three? Like that makes no sense whatsoever. Now their defensive rating standing in at five. I don't know. It could be higher. I think it should be higher, but it is what it is. Now, what who they lost was Kent Bazemore and Kelly Oubre. Who they got was Andre Iguodala, Otto Porter Jr., and two lottery picks. That is so worth it for who they got and lost. Now, let's see. For number eight, the people who barely make the playoffs, the Portland Trailblazers, 42-30. and 30. Now, the pace, 19th in the league. Offensive rating, second in the league. Defensive rating, second to last in the league. Now, they lost Carmelo Anthony, Derek Jones Jr., and Enes Cantor, and they got Larry Nance Jr. That's a downgrade in the offseason, but I think they're going to be the seventh seed, not the eighth seed. I think the – I don't know who's not going to make the playoffs, but I don't know. We'll find that. Actually, maybe the Dallas Mavericks won't make the playoffs. Now, um, they lost Terry Stotts. They now have Chauncey Billups for coaching changes. Now, honorable honorable mention to the ninth to who they think will be the ninth seeded um, Memphis Grizzlies. I agree with this, where the ninth seeded Memphis Grizzlies will not make the playoffs. But yeah, this sounds about fair. And I sort of agree with it, but I feel like they could have done better. Now, let's go through verified trades. Now, last summer, I'm so sorry about the interruption. But last summer, I mean last episode, um, the we were talking about Juancho Hernan Gomez for Chris Dunn, Carson Edwards, and a 2026 second round pick. Now, I think that, as I told you guys before, this is a good trade for both sides. And it has just become legalized today. Now, let's see. Um, now, September 10th, mark your soul. And a 2024 second round pick got traded for draft rights to wing selling. Doesn't make a difference to me. And, uh, you know, there's not that much other that happens. Um, so, LaMarcus Aldridge re-signed with Brooklyn for a pretty, pretty good after he was not, no, he had some problems with his heart. Jared Allen re-signed with Cleveland. We talked about this. There's really not that much to talk about. Uh, Will Barden resigns. Nicholas Batum resigns. Kieta Betis-Diop resigns. I'm telling you, there's really nothing that important. Um, Chris Chioza left the Nets and signed with the Warriors. And I think that is really everything for the free agents. Now, let's talk about John Wall for a second. 
So here is what I read on a tweet by NBA County on Instagram. John Wall and the Rockets have agreed to work together on finding a new place for him to play. He will not play for the Rockets this season. So this makes so much sense. And I, I just agree with this so much because, well, he is not happy with Houston. I mean, he had James Harden. Then they traded him. He had Victor Oladipo. Then they traded him. Like, I mean, come on. That's just crazy. And there, it's going to be, it's probably going to be a trade, not a buyout, is what I'm assuming. But uh, yeah, John Wall is not happy right now. Now, um, did you guys see Russell Westbrook's outfit? It was like a shirt with a dress. And Kwame Brown had some words to say about it. No, I will not say that because they're mean. But his his outfit was not nice at all. I did not like how it looked. But, you know, some people may have liked it. It's just not my style. But Kwame Brown, bro, you like, you can't be saying stuff like that, you know? Like, it's not okay, you know? For those of you who can see the tweet, this is also by NBA County. Now, um, so this dude named Zlatan, names Zlatan Urbrahamovic, I can't really pronounce his name, doesn't like how LeBron James talks about his politics, and he said, and I quote, do what you're good at, unquote. I mean, man, that dude's just like, I know LeBron may be taking this publicly, but Zlatan, he's a world, like he's, some people consider him the greatest of all time. You got to watch what you say about him. And then uh, LeBron's response was, I'm kind of the wrong guy to actually go at because I do my homework. Responding that Zlatan doesn't do any studies and it's just a whole back and fire. I don't know, man. Now, this was reported. These are all by NBA County, just to notify you guys. It has been counted that the Nets never wanted to sign DeAndre Jordan. The Nets were forced to sign DeAndre Jordan since it came as a package deal for KD and Kyrie. I mean, as a Nets GM, I would not want to sign DeAndre Jordan either. I mean, like, he's slow, he's old, he can barely jump, he has garbage defense. Who wants him? No, like, I wouldn't want him for sure. Now, um, as you guys have been seeing, the Boston Celtics have been aiming at a shooting guard. Now, it says, this is reported by the Celtics, if Beal decides to stay in Washington, Bradley Beal, Zach Levine will become the Boston Celtics' number one target to acquire. You know? It's like, it's a lot of work, you know, as, as a GM. But, like, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. Everybody's, like, trying to get everybody, you know? Um, so, this is also reported by the Knicks. There was a mutual interest between the Knicks and DeMar DeRozan, but, DeMar, but DeRozan's price tag was too big. That makes sense. I mean, the 
the New York Knicks already have a power forward, and they didn't want to pay a lot for him. Now, um, I'm telling you guys, this is all coming from NBA County because I don't want to get copyrighted for this. And then, ooh, Jared Van Vanderbilt signed a $13.8 million three-year deal with the Timberwolves. Isn't a big move. Nobody cares about Jared Vanderbilt. I'm sorry. I had to say it. Um, now, this is very interesting. Federal agents seized $500,000 of alleged, and I quote, drug money, unquote, from D'Angelo Russell's father, Antonio Russell. That's not looking good for D'Lo. He's a great player, but I mean, his dad got to get to some regular. He's got to, this isn't good. This really isn't good. You know? No. Um, so Paul Pierce recently said this on the nine teams that passed him on the 1998 NBA draft. Quote. Thank you for passing on me and adding fuel to my fire, unquote. The dudes, like, just, like, straight up, like, yeah. I know y'all passed on me, and I was really, really good, so it's on you, you know? Thanks for fueling my fire, shall I say. Um, now, I don't know if you guys have seen the video, but Tyler, there was this female fan that was so excited to see Tyler Hero that she crashed her car into a wall, which was really crazy. Now, Tyrese Halliburton was recently asked about how he thinks on the Ben Simmons trade rumors. Oh my God, there are so many trade rumors of anything that's gonna happen. But he healed Tyrese Halliburton. I'm thinking he's probably gonna end up in Sacramento, just saying. And this is what Tyrese Halliburton said. Quote, I just laugh about it. I don't really think it's that realistic. Unquote. That's crazy, bro. You know it's probably going to happen. Like, you know, it's just like that. But Tyrese, I like how he approached it. And he was like, nah, I don't think it's happening. You know? Um. Now, this week has been crazy. No. No, this is just some mock trades. This is a three-way trade between Milwaukee, Miami, and Indiana. So, Milwaukee receives Jimmy Butler from Miami. Now, Milwaukee will give away to Miami back Chris Middleton, Dante DiVincenzo. And then... Miami will also give away to Indiana, George Hill, Miles Turner, and Pacers first round pick. Wait, I'm sorry, George Hill is on the Bucks. So it'll just be Miles Turner and Pacers. Now first of all, I think Indiana would be doing something very, and I mean very stupid if they traded away Miles Turner. I think it's a stupid mock trade, but whatever. Now, Shaquille O'Neal recently said that if he thinks he thinks that Damian Lillard could win a ring, but not in Portland because he doesn't have the supporting staff he he needs, and that's what Shaquille O'Neal said. Now, 
um, you know, there's not a bunch of news right here, but um, the Brooklyn Nets have apparently waived big man Jaleel Okafor, so he is now in free agency, you know? Um, I don't know. Chris Bosh is interested in coaching. There's really not that much to talk about, honestly. There really isn't. Like, let's see, there's there's nothing. Now, I think that from everything that has been happening and Damian Lillard and the trade rumors is building up, this week has been crazy with all these but yeah, really there isn't that much to talk about. I was just going over some news I saw from NBA County. Now, I think I want to talk about 2K4 a little bit. Their ratings are insanely, insanely low. And it was very, very stupid from 2K to do that. I don't know why they did it, but LeBron James, Steph Curry, and Kevin Durant are all 96, and LeBron James um, tweeted on all of them, tweeted on Steph Curry's and Kevin Durant, nah, should be a 99. Man, that was crazy today. Like, all the NBA's 2K stuff. So, yeah, today is September 15th. And, um, yeah, thank you for listening to Ben's NBA Talk. And I'll see you guys next week.